Welcome to the Manager Tools Podcast for Monday, April 16th, 2007. Write More Effectively, Part 2 of 2. Hello everyone, this is Mike, and welcome back to Manager Tools, where the topic, as always, is about effective management behavior. Today we finish up our two-part series on writing effectively. If you missed last week's cast, go back and listen to it now. Why get only half the fun? As a quick reminder, remember that the word 17 appeared in last week's introduction text, which as you may recall I read word for word? In today's cast, Mark makes reference to the introductory blog post. He's referring to last week's introduction, not this week. So please keep that in mind as you listen. All right, let's go. eliminating commas um when you find commas in your writing try replacing them with a period and then rewrite the little bit after where the comma used to be making that the start of a new sentence usually what it means is eliminating the word and right and then making a super simple change in terms of capitalizing or changing one or two words there right after the end that, w- that was there after the comma um, now, look, this is just a technique I found works for me. Um, I, I do think they definitely teach it in writing classes. Um, the, the core, the, the reason for it is simple. Um, commas all too often indicate us smashing two ideas together into one sentence. And sometimes when we talk, it's okay to use an and, right? Um, but sentences, and this is important, sentences are the core idea presentation device in the English language. Because when we communicate, we communicate about our lives, what we do in our lives. Even when you talk theory, you're essentially talking about what we're doing or its implication for our lives and, and on our activities. Um, so, and the reason they're the core idea presentation is because we have an idea and we present it and the idea often is something did something to something else or something recommend, something uh, occurred relative to something else. You have one idea and one sentence. Now, n- not everybody needs this. Some people, actually, when they read their writing, they don't find a lot of commas. Uh, and we're not suggesting that you don't use commas when you're putting together an ex- a series of examples, three or four things. A list of things does need commas or or semicolons. But in general, if you've got a comma and an and, you're probably finding it's not a run-on sentence. It's just two ideas in a sentence. And it would sound better, be communicated better, be easier to understand on the part of the reader or the listener to put a period, change those couple of words around after the end, and make it two sentences. And the great thing about this is doing this gets us in the, in the, in the mode of editing. Yes. We really think everyone ought to edit their writing. Yeah, um, you know, there's, there's the old. I think it's, it's the provenance of this quote may not be Pascal. I think there are some sources that say Pascal, Blaise Pascal said this. But the, the great line is, um, whoever said it, I, I would have written you a shorter letter had I more time. And that encapsulates the basic fundamental principle of great writing. It, it, we were talking about before off air that you, you know, the whole when writers are. Um, are 
characterized or represented in, in movies or whatever. They, they show somebody writing and writing and writing, and all of a sudden they pull out the last page and it's done. No, that's not no. the way it works. What happens is we write, and there's a great line about writing, don't sit down to think about what you're going to write. Sit down to write about what you think. And most writers who are really good will say, I sat down and I just kind of blah, I just threw it all out there on the page. And then I realized as I wrote what I was thinking about, it was terribly disorganized and jumbled and so on. But there were some core points there that I wanted to make. I cut all the crud and I rework it and rework it and rework it. And what great writers say is, I'm not a writer, I'm a rewriter. I have an idea, it gets down on the page, and then I mold it, uh, shape it, uh, uh, um, forge it, um, cool it, heat it, cool it, heat it, and ended up with something really, really good. And we strongly recommend, even an email that people write, and, but more importantly, actually, people draft and then they edit. We shouldn't think of ourselves typing as writing. That's not writing. Right, yeah. It's drafting, and then you edit. And when you finished editing... You have written something. Great point. Passive voice there. there, there you go. And the, the only time in passive voice is acceptable. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this one time. Exactly. Cool. Um, now, you really want us – this is going to look really kind of interesting in the office. You want us to read our writing out loud? Yes. Just try it. If, and the reason I suggest it is if you stumble reading your own writing, your reader will stumble reading it themselves. Everybody, whether um, people argue with me about this all the time, I'm sorry, it's not me. Everyone reads by saying words in their heads. So essentially, they're saying your words for you. If you can't say it naturally and easily when you read your own writing, what makes you think <laughs> that they're going to be any better when they try to do it themselves? Because they're a lot smarter. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right, exactly. There's an old saying that goes something like, if you have to murder the language to make your point, it's not the language's fault. It's the fault of your idea. And now we get to my favorite part, which is the writing clarity index. Life is just software, right, partner? Well, maybe not completely, but this tool is, or will be in <laughs> right, some, at some right, point. Right, fair enough. Um, the clarity index is a way of editing your writing to eliminate long words and long sentences. It's so elegant, it's a shame that only the Army knows about it. Um, we, we actually tried sharing it with the Navy, but they couldn't add, and they couldn't write, so it... They didn't work for them. <laughs> oh, and interestingly enough, we talk about the Army Effective Writing Guidelines. If you read it, you'll discover that one of the examples of active and passive voice in that document is Army beat Navy as opposed to the Navy was beaten by the Army. I love that one. <laughs> and unfortunately, we can't, even though it would be passive, we, we can't say it too much recently. recently. Yeah, we can't say it yeah. recently. Yeah. Go Army. And let's be fair here. We talked about the Army Writing Guidelines. Let's give full disclosure about other tools people can use. Word, Microsoft Word, the English language version, actually has an embedded tool to help with clarity. You can actually have Word in the, in the options and grammar. You can actually have a check grammar, and it'll give you a score for readability based on something called the Flesh Reading Ease Score. It basically rates your text on a 100-point scale, and the higher the score, the easier it is to understand the document. For most documents, they recommend a score of about 60 to 70. And the formula is, and this is where it gets so cool, oh, I love 206.835 minus um, your average sentence length times 1.015, and that's in parentheses, minus 84.6 times your average uh, a number of syllables per word, and that gives you a score. Um, 
Sheer simplicity. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, you know what, it, it, to, to actually go through and figure out uh, um, average syllables, it, it just, um, um, you actually have to count the number of syllables, which is just mind-boggling. Uh, you know, and many people can't do it. I mean, you cannot count syllables. People don't know how syllables work, um, to say nothing of international. And that's why it's, it only works for English. Um, so, okay, Um we, I guess our point is we just want folks to know that there's another thing. You can use it in Microsoft Word. The reason we like our technique is you don't have to be in Word to use it. It's so simple. You can do it on any piece of writing. You, you could handwrite something and then count. Very easy. Any writing at all, you can do it manually. Um, and I suppose technically you could do that with the formula, the flesh reading e-score, but you actually have to remember a number with three decimal places in it. Um, and the thing that I, the, the, the thing about flush is it's a little bit hard and it doesn't inherently tell you how to fix your writing. So it's almost like, oh, you got to score 30. You stink. Gee, can you please help me? I thought I was trying to get better here. Yeah. So what's the point of that? Yeah, exactly. So look, here's the clarity index way. Okay. First, you pick a sample of writing of about 200 words or less, and you count the number of words. Just count them. So it could be 150, 200, 250, something right. like that. And so, so the point is, if you want to determine this for a piece of writing you're doing, if it's five pages long, you don't have to count every single right. word you for don't five count. pages. Right. Yeah. Just take a sample. We're not going to change our writing style right. all that much exactly. between the first 200 words and the last 200 Great words. Great point. Right? I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. And you could do another one. You could do a separate sample if you want, if you're not sure about the number. But you'll find, if it's your writing over five pages. Pretty consistent. You're, you're pretty consistent. Yeah. Exactly right. Okay, good. And I've used it on as few of 100, uh, uh, on a sample of a, a, as few as 130 words. Okay, just be close. 200 words isn't all that much, believe it or not. It may sound like a big number, but it's not. So you count the number of words, write that down. You count the number of sentences, you write that down. That doesn't take but a moment, particularly with 200, 200 words. And then last, you only count the number of words with three syllables or more. Yeah, and now we come to the algorithm of great joy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, math genius boy. Uh, here we go. Okay. Divide the number of words by the number of sentences and remember that number. That goal, your goal, should be about 15. Okay. So what that okay. means is basically a, a good length, average length sentence is 15 words or so. Okay. D now, don't go back through your writing yet. Okay, don't, don't do anything yet with that. Just keep set that number aside, okay? And we're going to do one other piece of math here. Actually, two pieces of math. Now, divide the number of long words by the total number of words. So you've already got the three numbers you're going to use, sentences, long words, and words. Uh, when you divide the number of long words by the total number of words, um, this will give you a result of less than one, obviously, and you want to represent it as a percentage. So let's give an example. If you had 200 words and 50 of them were long, had more three syllables or more, you'd divide 200 into 50, and your answer would be 25, meaning 25%. Sorry. 50 is 25% of 200. You don't worry about the decimal. You just represent it as a percentage. So it's so, 25. So what percentage of your words are long words? Yeah, right? exactly. That's right. exactly what you're getting at. Right? Okay. And the goal, again, is 15, roughly. Hmm. Okay. The last step is to add the two numbers, the results of your two divisions together, and the total is what's called your clarity score. 30 hmm. is really good. 15 plus, plus 15. 15. Okay. Exactly. But, but look, you don't have to be exact even down to 20 or even up to 40 is probably okay. If you're at 35 and you want to wrestle down to 30, don't bother. 
Don't bother. What you're looking for, what this thing does, is avoid really egregious on one side or the other. And, and what you're going to, what people are going to find, uh, other than really short emails that have been influenced by by text messaging, right? Um, uh, and by the way, if you put the word about, uh, or if you if you abbreviate the word managers as MGR in your email, you have to count that as a three syllable word. Um, but but for most writing that is not really terribly influenced by, by text messaging and IM and so on, you're going to find that the vast majority of people are high. They're going to have numbers higher than right. 40 because of the passive voice. Because when you think about uh, the dog was walked by the, do- by the boy, there's extra words in there. Right. right. As opposed to the boy walked the dog, you've got that was in there. You do that a lot, that passive voice makes it, even though, it's, even though passive voice is not specifically addressed uh, in the clarity index, it, the clarity index helps you yeah. observe that. You'll, you will have to, to yeah. you will have to eliminate passive voice, exactly. the use of passive voice in your writing right. to get to a reasonable score. And we're not trying to get, we're not trying to get to a score of thirty per no. se. We're just trying to avoid being way off at, the mark at ten, at ten, or or at fifty-five. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, um, I, I love this tool. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, um, okay. So now. Um, uh, if you're below 20, probably your writing is going to be a little bit harsh. If it's above 40, it's going to be hard to understand because it's going to be wordy and and, and uh, it's not going to be clear. Um, now, yeah, I like that. It's that the the high score is flowery, too many words, right. too many unnecessary words. Right. The low end of it is too terse, terse, too exactly. Abrupt. Good, great yeah, word, okay. terse. Okay, good. Um, now let's also. I want to share. Something about what most people's first response to the tool is before they use it. Most folks think, oh my gosh, it's going to sound harsh to cut out all those words I'm used to using. I, because most people, when they write, they think my writing is okay, right? That's right. theirs. They're, they don't want to, you know, want to beat themselves up. Um, well, we, going back to the blog post for this cast, we've given you an extreme example of this clarity index on the blog post. Go back and read the blog post when you get a second. See if the blog post seems harsh to you. That writing gets a score of 17. Uh, and thus, by the way, the word 17 at the end of the post. Um, the index would say that that was too harsh sounding. But it's not, is it? No, no. Uh, we bet you don't think it is. That tells you something about what you don't know about how wordy and complex your writing it is, writing is, and how easy it will be to improve. Does this work for email as well? Um, it, it, yeah, it does. For, for as long as you take a sample of about two hundred words, and sometimes some, some less. Some people's emails are too short. Hey, you IDs out there, and this helps them soften it up a little bit. Some folks' mails, hey, you high C's, are way too long. Yeah, and, and the way it helps though is gives folks a, a, a lot of clues on what to do. Right, you know, make, you know, make your sentences shorter, about fifteen words, right. right? Right, and get rid of. I almost said eliminate, but that has four syllables. I love it. <laughs> get rid of the words with three syllables or more. And once you do the math, the weakness in your style is just going to jump right out at you. Yeah, and then it, and then you then you modify your style over time. Right, and then. Bruce, it's not like every email you write, you're going to be sitting here going through this calculation. As much as I like it, as much as I right. enjoy counting words and math right. formulas, but yeah. you're really talking about using it as a tool to modify your style to be right. more effective. What I do, I'll tell you right now, the way I apply this tool is I look at my two numbers. Let's assume it's not 15 and 15, right? And the first one I go for is big words. 
it's a, it's a habit I have. Uh, I, I found that the vast majority of people whose writing I read have the very same problem. Um, I think, um, didn't Churchill said the, the old words, right? Short words are best, and the old words when short are best of all. That's actually yeah. from the blog post, right? And it's probably a challenge um, for you. I mean, you... You like words. I mean, right. you, oh, you, I love you, good words. Yeah. You love good words, right? I the love the words precise. mendacious and tendentious. Those are great words. Uh, solipsistic, right? Uh, those are yeah. fabulous words. Too and many you, syllables and nobody knows what they mean. <laughs> yeah. You, you could look it up. I, and, and there are times when I, I freely admit this. It's my error. I use words intentionally that I know my audience doesn't know the meaning to uh, as a way of saying, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm smarter than you, and you need to pay attention. <laughs> you actually have to. But my point is, if you use big words, you don't have to worry about your your, your sentence length score. Maybe to start with, you can just go look for three syllable words and say, "How can I change that?" In fact, if you take a three syllable word and turn it into two words, right? You you just change the word a little bit, and so you have to add another word. That lowers your score. Right, because it's those three syllable words that are problem. And you know, yes, technically a five syllable word doesn't cost you anything more than a three syllable word. But what they found is that human beings tend to stumble cognitively over words that are three syllables and longer. Maybe you could make it four syllables, but really that this one works for three syllables. So you go back through and you look for those three syllable words and you cut some out, and, and you'll find that your score goes from twenty to fifteen. Right? right, and so you may not have to worry about sentence length. Now, if you have if you have a score of fifty, you have two twenty fives. So first, you go through and you look for those big words and you change them, and then you go look at sentences and you say, "Well, how could I write it differently?" And this goes back to our point about eliminating commas. commas. There you go. There you go. Put that comma in there. Period. And suddenly, your 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 sentence score is cut in half if you've got a lot of commas and ands. In yeah, your, in your simple. Writing. Yeah, and you not only have a better score. But your writing is more effective. The the, the purpose is not a better score. The purpose is clearer writing. So the person who's listening to you, who's reading you, will understand you better. And you won't be wasting their time making them fight through for what you want me to do. What is your meaning? And if you're a boss, if you're a manager, when you're communicating down, please understand. In much the same way that when you read emails from your boss, the filter that you have on the writing is, what do you want me to do? And if we're having struggling understanding your point, we're going to have we're going to struggle to understand what it is you want us to do and we're not going to do it as well. So you're right. It's not about the score. It's about clarity, which is about re- because writing is such an important part thanks to email about day-to-day manager lives. It's about better results in the workplace. You know, I think I'm going to do is I'm going to write a uh, little algorithm for the blogs and the discussion forums so that as people write Write comments on the discussion oh. forums or the or on the the blog post that it gives them a score. What do you think? Did you? Did you okay, are you, I, I just had a very bad thought. Do you think people are going to start applying this to my writing since I do so many forum posts? Uh, uh, they, I, I bet you, we have at least one or two listeners who have already done so before finishing the podcast. I'm dead. I'm you, totally, completely dead. Yeah, I'm. I'm afraid so. <laughs> but but before that happens, let's sum up <laughs> five key recommendations. Put your most important ideas first. Right. Use the active voice. Not make sure the active voice was used. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, eliminate commas. Read your light writing out loud. Do this privately. You'll, yeah. you'll, do, you'll do better. And, and then use the writing clarity index. Right. I have to go reread all my old forum posts now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next year. <laughs> my pleasure, partner. <laughs> see you later. There you go. Please let us know what you think. For those of you coming to the Effective Manager Conference this week, we'll see you in a couple of days. 
As you might expect, Mark and I are pretty excited about hosting a hundred of our listeners for a two-day session on effective management. For those of you not coming to Washington, D.C. this week, we'll chat again next week. So long.